Hey kiddos, it's Miss Akimoto here to read you another chapter from Island of the Blue Dolphins. Yesterday, Karana went to try and get a sea elephant and um, they ended up just fighting, the sea elephants ended up just fighting each other, so she left. Um, we are actually about halfway through this book now and um, Island of the Blue Dolphins kind of has an interesting story arc in that we've really gotten a lot of exposition up through this. Um, we really are starting to um, lead on to starting to solve her problem, which is mostly about survival. So really after, uh, after Ramo passes is probably about the time when we start to transition from exposition into our actual main um, storyline. So this is chapter 14 of Island of the Blue Dolphins. My leg hurt so much by the time that I had reached the house that it was hard for me to crawl under the fence and move aside the heavy rock. Remember, she had tripped and fallen and um, hit her leg really bad. For five suns, I could not go out because my leg had swollen so badly and I had no herbs from which to treat it. So remember, five suns would be five suns coming up, so five days. I had enough food to eat, but on the third day, the water in the basket ran low. Two days later, the basket was empty. It was necessary then for me to go to the spring in the ravine. I started out when the sun rose. I took with me shellfish to eat and also my spear and my bows and arrows. I went very slowly for I had to crawl on my hands and knees carrying the food tied to my back and dragging the weapons. There was a short way to the spring but it was over many rocks which I could not climb so I had to take a longer way through the brush. I reached the ravine when the sun was overhead. The spring was not far off and I rested there, though I was very thirsty, cutting a lobe from a cactus bush to chew on. While I was resting there, sucking the juice from the cactus, I saw the big gray dog, the leader of the wild pack, in the brush above me. His head was down and he was moving slowly, sniffing the tracks I had made. He saw me soon after I saw him and stopped. Behind him was the rest of the pack, trotting along one after the other. The pack stopped too. I took up my bow and fitted an arrow, but as I did this, the big dog faded away into the brush and quickly was quickly followed by the others. In the time of one breath, they were gone. There was nothing to aim my arrow at. It was as if they had not been there at all. I listened. They were moving so silently I could not hear their steps, but I was sure they would try to surround me. Slowly I crawled on, stopping to listen, to glance back to measure the distance between me and the spring. My leg hurt. I left my bow and arrows behind as I went on, for the brush had grown heavy and I could not use them. In one hand, I dragged my spear. I came to the spring. It flowed out of a crack in a rock and the rock rose high on all three sides of it. The wild dogs could not attack me from any of these directions, so I lay on the earth and drank, watching the ravine below me. I drank for a long time and filled my basket and then feeling better, crawled toward the mouth of the cave. A ledge of black rock ran out above it. Some low bushes grew there, and among them, with just his head showing, stood the big gray dog. He did not move, but his yellow eyes followed me, turning slowly as I drew near the cave. Another head showed behind him, and another. They were too far away for me to reach with my spear. Suddenly, I saw the brush moving on the opposite bank of the ravine, the pack had split up and were waiting on both sides of the ravine for me to pass them. The cave was now in front of me. I crawled to the mouth and into it. 
Above me, I could hear the feet running and the cracking of brush, and was, which was followed by silence. I was safe. I knew the wild dogs would come back, and they did as night fell, stalking around the brush until morning, but not venturing close. Although the mouth of the cave was small, once you were inside, it spread out and you could stand up. Water dropped from the roof of the cave and was, it was cold without a fire. But here I stayed for six suns until my leg was well, crawling out only once to fetch water from the spring. While I was living there, I decided I would make the cave into another house where I could stay again if I was hurt or sick. And this I did as soon as I was strong and could walk. The cave went far back into the hill around many turns, but I needed only the part which lay near the opening in which the sun could reach during some of the day. A long time before this, my ancestors had used the cave. Why, I do not know. And along the walls on each side, they'd cut figures in the stone. There were figures of pelicans floating in water and flying, of dolphins, whales, and sea elephants, gulls, ravens, dogs, and foxes. Near the opening of the cave, they had also cut two deep basins in the stone, which I decided to use for storing water since they held much more than the baskets. I made shelves from the side of the rock as I had done in the other house and gathered shellfish and seeds to store there. I also gathered herbs from the hill above the spring in case I should need them. The, bows and arrows I, the bow and arrows I had first made, I likewise took to the cave. At the last, after I'd made a good bed of seaweed and collected dry wood for my fires, I closed the openings with stones, except for a small hole at the top which I could crawl through. All this I did, thinking of the days I had been sick and without water. It was hard work, much of it man's work, but not until I was finished did I go back to the place where the sea elephants lived. The tide was low when I reached it. Far up on the slope lay the body of the old bull. Gulls had picked his bones clean, but I found what I had come for. Some of the teeth were as long as my hand and half of its width. They were curved at the tops and some were broken. But when I had ground the best of them down with sand, I had for my work four good spear points, broad at the bottom and very sharp at the ends. I made two more spears from these points and at last, I was ready to go to the cave of the wild dogs. And that's the end of chapter 14. I hope you enjoyed it.